Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And welcome to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. I am Richard Holdridge. Happy to be here on a Thursday. It's game day for the Columbus Rapids as they will take on the Fayetteville Fury at the Crown Complex in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Just a reminder, if you're a Rapids fan, I do have another podcast that breaks down all the Rapids games. But we do have a great show for you. Going to talk about high school basketball playoffs. If no deal is reached in the MLB by Monday, we will have a shortened season. The second half of the NBA returns tonight, and the Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars get two huge road victories over South Carolina Aiken yesterday. All right, so let's talk everything Rapids. The Columbus Rapids women's team, four and six in the NISL, taking on the Fayetteville Fury, who are one and ten. I like their chances. I like Olivia Gerald, leading goal scorer in the NISL with 11 goals. And I tell you what, when I'm not calling these Rapids games, I'm doing whatever it takes to watch that game live on YouTube. And I'm looking forward to watching that game. It's an event. We have a watch party at Ivy Sports Bar, the official post-game party for your Columbus Rapids. The next home game will be March the 3rd against the Rome Gladiators, and I will have the call. So last night in high school basketball playoffs... Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? I just want to say I think that the Carver Lady Tigers are going to win it all. They looked unstoppable, unstoppable last night. They pushed their record to twenty-four and three. They demolished Perry, eighty-one to twenty-five, and of course they will move on to the next round, and they will take on Chestaley on the twenty-sixth of February. There's still not a start time. We'll preview that game tomorrow. Of course, Baldwin beat Shaw, and Baldwin has taken on Stevenson after Stevenson beat Cedar Shoals. You have Northwest Whitfield taking on Bainbridge. These are all second-round games. Pickens and Doherty, as Pickens was able to beat Riverdale, 83-44. to Jefferson beat Mays, 57-35, to and they will take on Troop County, who beat Spalding, 69-47. to So Troop County will travel to Jefferson. Hardaway also reaches the second round for girls basketball as they beat West Lawrence 68 to 56 and they will take on Marist and that will be a road game starting at six tomorrow. It looks like the Carver game against Chestahi is going to be Saturday. I got to say that the Spencer Greenway for the boys basketball team is doing amazing this year. 27-2. 27-2. and two. Their two losses are to East Coweta, who's a 7A program out of Sharpsburg, and Dutchtown, a 5A program out of Hampton. That's it. Those are their only two losses. Looking at the second round games, I don't have times for these games, but Spencer will host North Oconee after defeating Spalding 81-42. I don't know when that game's going to be played. We're in the round two where Doherty's taking on Fayette County in the other bracket. You got Monroe taking on Central. Maris taking on the defending champs, Baldwin. Over in the other side of the bracket, you have Luea taking on Westover and Westside taking on Hapeville Charter. You have 
McDonough taking on Benedictine, that all-boys school in Savannah, and then Perry taking on Druid Hills. So Spencer is poised to win a state title for the city of Columbus, like their longtime rival, the Carver Tigers, did back in 2019. Wouldn't it be great if the boys and the girls for the city of Columbus can sweep the state titles for 4A? Let's talk about 7A basketball. Of course, Northside and Harris County both lost their first round matchups in the 5A, but East Coeta out of Sharpsburg was able to beat South Gwinnett 56 to 49. Let's look at the bracket for 7A as Marietta beat Tift County 54 to 50 and Milton beat Meadow Creek 68 to 48. That means that Milton and Marietta will face off in round two. You have Collins Hill taking on Pebblebrook after Collins Hill beat North Forsyth 70 to 58 and Pebblebrook beat Parkview 86 to 82. It was a pretty high-scoring game. Hillgrove is going to take on Burkmar. You have Mountain View getting ready to take on Grayson. Lowndes out of Valdosta taking on Norcross. These are all second-round games. And East Coeta is going to take on North Gwinnett after beating South Gwinnett. Of course, that is a road game up in North Gwinnett. You also have Newton taking on West Forsyth and Archer taking on Walton. So when we get into the quarterfinals, it will be at the highest seed remaining The semifinal games will take place at Fort Valley, at Fort Valley State University, and the final, the championship game, will be at the Macon Coliseum. Always a great time for high school basketball. I know the AHSAA high school basketball playoffs are wrapping up. Congratulations to the Lynette Panthers and Lady Panthers for reaching the final four. Auburn's already in the final four. You know, I got to say, I'm really invested in high school basketball ever since I became a public address announcer. Moving on to the Columbus State Cougars and Lady Cougars. The Lady Cougars was just too dominant for South Carolina Aiken. 65 to 35. It was just a mismatch. Match. Columbus State Lady Cougars are now 15 and 12 overall, 8 and 9 in the Peach Belt. They are currently in the fourth seed in the Peach Belt standings. So that means they will secure a home playoff game in this upcoming Peach Belt tournament with a win on Saturday. You can't say enough about Crystal in Boston. She has been a double double all season 16 points and 12 rebounds. Amber Abouzier also led the charge with 12 points. And of course, they'll wrap up the season against Georgia College. So next week, we're going to have the first round of the Peach Belt Conference Tournament. And the Cougars solidified their position by getting a huge win over South Carolina Aiken, 71-70. to Thanks to Hunter Preston, seven straight points to end the game. That was a big win because both teams are fighting for that fourth seed for this upcoming Peach Belt Tournament. Hunter Preston led the way with 23 points. Columbus State is 19 and 8 overall, 10 and 7 in the Peach Belt. South Carolina Aiken falls to 17 and 10 and 11 and 6 in the Peach Belt. And more than likely, these two teams will play each other in the first round of the Peach Belt Conference Tournament as only the top eight teams make it and the lowest seed will host the tournament games. So Columbus would love to host a tournament game. I'd like to see that. And of course, the LaGrange Panthers move on to the second round of their tournament. It's the first time they've advanced to the conference tournament semifinals since 2017. They will take on 
Averett, the number one seed from the East Division, and that will take place at Covenant College. The championship game in the USA South is this Saturday at 6 p.m. How great would it be if LaGrange was able to make it to the USA South Championship and win it all for a berth in the NCAA Division III tournament? I really like the play of Kyle Brown and Brashard Edwards. Kyle Brown, he was... USA South player of the week, back-to-back weeks. And LaGrange is hot enough to get this done. I think that LaGrange can win the USA South and make it into the NCAA tournament. Congratulations to both the Point University Skyhawks and Lady Skyhawks for advancing in the Appalachian Mountain Tournament. After the Point basketball team beat Bluefield, the women's basketball team was able to beat Johnson. So today, in Kingsport, Tennessee, the Point Skyhawks will take on Union in the second round of the Appalachian American Conference Tournament. Also, today in Kingsport, Tennessee, the Lady Skyhawks will take on Kentucky Christian. So good luck to the Point Skyhawks and Lady Skyhawks. I always get excited about conference basketball tournament. It doesn't matter what level it is. NAIA, NCAA Division III, NCAA Division II. So you know on this show, I'm going to cover it. One team I did not talk about yesterday on the show was the LaGrange baseball team. Still undefeated. They were able to hold off Emory on the 22nd of February, 7-4. LaGrange is now 7-0 on the season. And they got a big three-game series at Cleveland Field at Williamson Stadium this weekend. No Sunday game. It'll be a doubleheader on Saturday. You got a game on Friday. Panthers are 7-0 for the first time since 2003. They will take on Nichols College for a three-game series this weekend. And don't forget that that doubleheader will be on Saturday. No Sunday game. We'll have a game on Friday. One team I'm really raving about is the Columbus State baseball team. Ranked 8th in the NCAA Division II. They pounded Auburn Montgomery 15-4 in Montgomery, Alabama. They are 10-2 on the season. Brockman picks up the win. He is 2-0 on the season. Matthew McDade went 3-for-5 with two home runs. Steven Minter also went 3-for-5 to include a three-run homer in the fifth. Head coach Greg Appleton, he's got to be impressed with this team. They just continue their push. They will get ready to take on Quincy University in a four-game series at Burger King Stadium beginning this Friday at 4 p.m. So let me tell you something. Tomorrow, there's a lot of sports going on on Friday, including high school baseball, Russell County. You have a softball tournament down in Columbus. I'm really looking forward to this Columbus. State Cougars baseball team and to see how far they can go. Well, tonight is back in action. The second half of the NBA season starts as the Atlanta Hawks will take on the Chicago Bulls. The Hawks are riding a two-game winning streak. So let's see how the Hawks host a game at State Farm Arena against the best team in the Eastern Conference as they try to make their playoff push. Currently 10th in the Eastern Conference. They would get in as the play-in game, but they would have to win two games just to get a number eight seed. I'm just interested to see how this second half will go for all the teams in the NBA. And tomorrow, of course, I'll have Gabe Reynolds on the show. We'll talk NBA, bracketology, March Madness, everything. You name it. You name it, we're going to talk about it. College basketball last night. Auburn remains unbeaten at home as they beat Ole Miss 77-64. to They have a huge game this Saturday as they will take on the Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. 
Kentucky remains unbeaten at home as they beat LSU 71-66. to They came from behind in that first half. I still think that Kentucky is a solid number two seed. We'll check and see what the latest bracketology is going to be next week. But Providence, it takes three overtimes for them to beat Xavier 99-92. to Not a whole lot of upsets in college basketball. I was looking at all the rankings. Georgia Tech losing again at home as the Virginia Tech Hokies hang on to beat the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, 62-58. to Georgia Tech had a lead in the first half. They blew a second-half lead in Atlanta fashion. And I'm not trying to throw shade at the Atlanta Falcons for blowing that Super Bowl lead. But Georgia Tech, once again, underachieves. And I think Josh Pastner should be fired. So the state of Georgia basketball is not good. It's not good in the state of Georgia. Georgia 6-22. and Georgia Tech is 11-17. and If there is a silver lining for Georgia basketball, Kennesaw State was able to beat Stetson 75-71. But Stetson was a team that was worse than Kennesaw State in the Atlantic Sun Conference. Mercer couldn't get the job done against Citadel. You had Georgia Southern losing to Louisiana. But Georgia State was able to beat Louisiana Monroe. And Georgia State is 14-10 and 10 on the season. I'm excited because Saturday is the season opener for Major League Soccer. We got a new team in Major League Soccer, Charlotte FC. They're going to be in the Eastern Conference. They're moving Nashville SC over to the Western Conference. So that rivalry between Atlanta and Nashville is going to be no more. But you're going to have a new rivalry. Atlanta United is going to be able to take on Charlotte FC. And then so that will start a good rivalry. What are the expectations for Atlanta United this year? Well, they take on Sporting Kansas City on Sunday. I'll recap that game. You know, they still have the most prolific goal scorer in Major League Soccer, Joseph Martinez. They still have one of the best goalies in Major League Soccer and Brad Guzan. Yes, they don't have George Bellow anymore. That team that won the MLS Cup in 2018 is history. Look at all the people that are no longer on that team. Miguel Almiron, Michael Parkhurst, Julian Gressel. So it's going to be a good Major League Soccer season as NYCFC tries to defend its MLS Cup. And of course, we have CONCACAF, Champions League. We have we have the U.S. Open. You have your other tournaments. But the MLS Cup is the big prize in Major League Soccer. But yes, I'm going to get criticism from my soccer fans, from all my soccer experts that I have on this podcast, that Major League Soccer is not even on the same playing level as the Premier League or Bundesliga or Liga MX or Series Italia. All right, Major League Baseball. If they do not come up with an agreement by Monday, they will have a shortened season. Am I worried? Not too much. I'm a baseball purist. I like having 162 games because of the whole record book. But remember, we had a shortened season in 2020 because of the pandemic. The last time that we had a work stoppage that canceled games was 1995. I'm a huge baseball fan. I remember exactly where I was when I found out that they were canceling the 1994 season and that there was not going to be a World Series. I was devastated as a baseball fan. Absolutely devastated because I thought 1994 was a special year. I thought that Matt Williams was going to break Roger Maris's home run record. The Giants ended up picking up Daryl Strawberry, and I thought that they were going to make a pennant chase. They were just right behind the Dodgers, and I, I thought that move would be enough for the Giants to get it done. I mean, I was so devastated after the way the 93 season finished. In 94, I was like, let's run it back. We've got the team. Let's do it. We've got firepower all across the diamond. And of course, the most obscure trade that ever happened in the history of baseball, 1995, the Giants sent Darren Lewis 
and a bunch of prospects to the Cincinnati Reds for Deion Sanders. Don't get me wrong. I like the fact that Dion was on the Giants because at the time he was playing for the 49ers. As a kid, my favorite football team and my favorite baseball team has got the same player. That's how the Braves felt in the early 90s when Dion was on the Braves and the Falcons. So we've got a big game in college basketball tonight. Gonzaga taking on San Francisco. This is the biggest college basketball game in the Bay Area in a very long time. The San Francisco Dons are a lock to make the NCAA tournament. They are a very good team. If there's a slip-up for Gonzaga, this is it. San Francisco has got to get this win. Other ranked teams, you got Ohio State and Illinois. That's a pretty formidable Big Ten matchup tonight. UCLA on the road taking on Oregon. Arizona taking on Utah on the road. USC taking on Oregon State. Yeah, Oregon State. Has there been a team that's fallen off worse than Oregon State? They went to the Elite Eight last year. They're 3-22 and this year. I just want to preview some of the top 25 college basketball games this weekend because Kentucky plays Arkansas. That's going to be a very fun game. I'm looking forward to that game. It's going to be exciting. Auburn and Tennessee. Auburn takes on Tennessee and Knoxville. You have Kansas and Baylor. Wow. What a game. And then Gonzaga taking on St. Mary's. Some great college basketball games. Oh, I forgot. Purdue taking on uh, Michigan State. Cade Nivey. I want to see what Cade Nivey does. I know that last weekend we had the NBA All-Star game, and we also had the Daytona 500, and I was pretty much calling soccer games the whole weekend. The weekend before that was the Super Bowl. And I know that half my audience leaves when football season is over. I get it. But I am excited about these college basketball games. It doesn't get any better than this. We're winding down the regular season. There's not a whole lot of bracketology shows left as we talk about these talented college basketball teams. Let's give a shout out to them. And I'm just trying to help you fill out your bracket a lot better when it comes Selection Sunday. All right, before I close my show, as many of you know, this show is broadcast on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And so half of the interview that I did with Brad Page will air on today's show on the radio, but you're not going to get it on the podcast. You're just going to get me on the podcast because the entire interview is actually on yesterday's podcast. So if you want to hear the full interview with me and Brad Page, you can download yesterday's episode. I hope you listen to today's episode. And if you're listening right now, you are listening to today's episode. But tomorrow, I will have Gabe Reynolds on the show. We will preview these college basketball games. And we'll talk about the second half of the NBA season. And it'll be fun. All right. So I tried. I tried binge watching a show. I thought the premise was good. The trailer sounded great. I was glad that Steve Carell made a return to TV. But the TV show Space Force is not good. It's not. I tried. I tried watching it. I wanted to give it a chance. I thought it had a lot of potential to be a hit comedy series. First of all, it's a half comedy, half drama. There's way too much drama. And they try to throw in some funny one-liners. The cast chemistry is not any good. The girl that plays Steve Carell's daughter has no personality whatsoever. John Malkovich, a waste of a talent for his acting resume. Steve Carell is trying to play a serious military guy, the general commander of the whole Space Force. The young female captain has no personality. She's trying to be this strong-willed person, you know, the first person to land on the moon. And I'm not trying to spoil it for anybody. But season one was just, it was okay. It was okay enough for me to invest myself into season two. But this show's not good. 
And I thought it was going to have a lot more potential. It's not good. But one thing I am looking forward to is Tom Brady is going to be in this upcoming movie called 80 for Brady. It's about a story about four friends that make the trip to New England or to the Super Bowl. They make the trip to the Super Bowl to watch Tom Brady in his undefeated season. Tom Brady's been in movies before. You know, he was in the movie Ted. I, I'm just I'm just saying, he was in the movie Ted too. Tom Brady has been in movies before. It's not anything new. One movie I'm looking forward to is that Adam Sandler basketball movie that comes out on Netflix. And also Free Guy. Free Guy is coming out on Disney+. And of course, my kids love Encanto, and we don't talk about Bruno in the house. All right, so... Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Oh, I had so much fun. And I hope that you are listening because there are other ways you can listen to this podcast. You can listen to it on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key, Monday through Friday from 5 to 5.30. I'm in a very good time slot. Afternoon drive is always great. I'm getting a lot of feedback, a lot of people enjoying the show. Thank you so much for supporting Thank you so much for supporting this show, as I always have fun doing it. As I reflect back on my two-year anniversary, we're also coming up on the two-year anniversary, the day the sports died, March the 11th, 2020. I remember exactly where I was. I will talk about that moment and how it impacted sports still to this day. I mean, sports still trying to get back. I know we had a scare with a lot of cancellations during the holiday break because of Omicron. And the first thing that came to mind was, oh, here we go again. That is all the time I have on the show. Thank you so much for downloading my podcast. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show. And I'm out of here. Bye, everybody. Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.